Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is Evening Prayer for Sunday, February 12th, the year of our Lord 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes, Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support is helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this evening. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient, you'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 42 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise, the people say. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Page 44, our evening canticle, the Fos Hilaron. Together, O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our psalm for this evening, the second half of Psalm 106, beginning at verse 19, page 410 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, They made a calf in Horb and worshipped a molten image. Thus they exchanged their glory for the image of a calf that feeds on hay. And they forgot God their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham and fearful things by the Red Sea. So he said he would have destroyed them had not Moses, his chosen, stood before him in the gap to turn away his wrathful indignation, lest he should destroy them. Then they scorned that pleasant land and gave no credence to his word, but murmured in their tents and did not hearken to the voice of the Lord. Then he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations, and to scatter them in all the lands, 
they joined themselves to Baal Peor and ate the offerings to the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their wanton deeds, and the plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and interceded, and so the plague was ended, and that was counted to him as righteousness among all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that he punished Moses for their misdeeds. For they provoked him to anger, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. Neither did they destroy the peoples, as the Lord commanded them, but intermingled among the nations and learned their heathen ways, so that they worshipped their idols and became a snare to them. They offered their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan, and the land was defiled with blood. Thus were they defiled by their own works and went whoring with their own deeds. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, and he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them over into the hand of the nations, and those who hated them were lords over them. Their enemies oppressed them and held them in subjection. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled against him through their own devices and were brought down in their wickedness. Nevertheless, when he saw their adversity, when he heard their lamentation, he remembered his covenant and pitied them according to the multitude of his mercies. He made all those who led them away a captive to pity them. Deliver us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and make our boast of your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting and world without end. And let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 42. Chapter 42, beginning at verse 1. Then all the commanders of the forces, and Johanan the son of Korea, and Jezaniah the son of Hoshiah, and all the people, from the least to the greatest, came near and said to Jeremiah the prophet, Let our plea for mercy come before you, and pray to the Lord your God for us, for all this remnant, because we are left with but a few, as your eyes see us, that the Lord your God may show us the way we should go and the thing that we should do. Jeremiah the prophet said to them, I have heard you. Behold, I will pray to the Lord your God according to your request, and whatever the Lord answer you, I will tell you. I will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act according to all the word with which the Lord your God sends you to do. Whether it is good or bad, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we are sending you, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. At the end of ten days, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Then he summoned Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces who were with him, and all the people from the least to the greatest, and said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your plea for mercy before him. If you will remain in this land, then I will build you up and not pull you down. I will plant you and not pluck you up, for I relent of the disaster that I did to you. Do not fear the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Do not fear him, declares the Lord. For I am with you, to save you and to deliver you from his hand. I will grant you mercy, that he may have mercy on you, and let you remain in your own land. 
But if you say we will not remain in this land, disobeying the voice of the Lord your God, and saying, No, we will go to the land of Egypt, where we shall not see war, or hear the sound of the trumpet, or be hungry for bread, we will dwell there. Then hear the word of the Lord, O remnant of Judah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. If you set your faces to enter Egypt and go to live there, then the sword that you fear shall overtake you there in the land of Egypt. And the famine of which you are afraid shall follow close after you to Egypt, and there you shall die. All the men who set their faces to go to Egypt to live there shall die by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. They shall have no remnant or survivor from the disaster that I will bring upon them. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, As my anger and my wrath were poured out on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so my wrath will be poured out on you when you go to Egypt. You shall become an execration, a horror, a curse, and a taunt. You shall see this place no more. The Lord has said to you, O remnant of Judah, do not go to Egypt. Know for a certainty that I have warned you this day, that you have gone astray at the cost of your lives. For you sent me to the Lord your God, saying, Pray for us to the Lord our God, and whatever the Lord our God says, declare to us, and we will do it. And I have this day declared it to you. But you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord your God in anything that he sent me to tell you. Now therefore know for a certainty that you shall die by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence in the place where you desire to go to live. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 45, the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, our response. In unison, My soul magnifies the Lord, Mary sings, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second lesson, St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 10. Second Corinthians 10, verse 1. I, Paul, myself entreat you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, I who am humble when face to face with you, but bold toward you when I'm away. I beg of you that when I am present, I may not have to show boldness with such confidence as I count on showing against some who suspect us of walking according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Look at what is before your eyes. If anyone is confident that he is Christ, let him remind himself that just as he is Christ, so also are we. For even if I boast a little too much of our authority, 
which the Lord gave for building you up and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed. I do not want to appear to be frightening you with my letters. For they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech of no account. Let such a person understand that what we say by letter when absent, we do when present. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond limits, but will boast only with regard to the area of influence God assigned to us, to reach even to you. For we are not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach you, for we were the first to come all the way to you with the gospel of Christ. We do not boast beyond limit in the labors of others, but our hope is that as your faith increases, our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged, so that we may preach the gospel in lands beyond you, without boasting of work already done in another area of influence. Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord, for it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Nook de Menace, our response, page 46. Together, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this evening's lessons, but return and join me as we confess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 46. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. Page 47. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit, the people say, Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Page 48, our evening suffrages. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all of our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. Page 603, our Collect of the Day on this sixth Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, look mercifully upon your people, that by your great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 49, this Collect for Resurrection Hope on this Sunday evening. Lord God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, triumphed over the powers of death, and prepared for us our place in the new Jerusalem. Grant that we who have this day given thanks for his resurrection may praise you in that city of which he is the light and where he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. Using these three prayers on page 51 to frame our intercessions, I invite you to join with me. O God and Father of all whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. We pray this evening for all of those who have not yet received the gospel of Christ and for those who have never heard the word of salvation. O Lord, send forth your word that never returns void and gather yourself a harvest of souls. We lift up those who have lost their faith and become hardened by sin or indifference. Stir up the embers that are in their hearts, O God. Fan them to flames and let these be saved. And we bring to you the contemptuous, the scornful, those who are enemies of the cross of Christ and those who persecuted your disciples. Forgive them, O God, for they know not what they do. Open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and let these be saved. And lastly, we ask for those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, that you, O God, will open their hearts to the truth and lead all of us to faith and obedience to your name. All these things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now as we lift up our prayer list unto the Lord, Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. And give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. 
Pity the afflicted, shield the joyous. Stretch forth your mighty hand, O Lord, to heal, to deliver, and to provide for all of those who are calling upon your name. It's the only name given under heaven whereby men shall be saved. And all these things we ask for your love's sake. Amen. Finally, O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Help us, O Lord, to love one another as Christ has loved us. And help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be that shining city on a hill which cannot be hidden as we manifest to the world that we are Christ's disciples. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 51. Together, Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto you, and you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and our petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Evening Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. <laughs>